No one can make that from you. Take your power back. Don't let people demean you. Even when you're on your journey, don't let people pull you back into who you were. You fought like hell to get out of it and you're fighting like hell to get through it. Don't let people take from you. Mm. Do not let it. Mm. Don't let I it. I love that. And if they, I'm telling you, if they, if they bring it up, say that's who I used to be or that's what I'm going through, but I'm not going back. So when you look at your belly and you feel that certain kind of way, this is what it is now, but I'm going on a journey that it will not be that way. You are listening to The Ultimate Biohack for Women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hey, before we jump in, I have a question for you. Are you ready to make this year the final year you ever say again? I'm sick and tired of being sick, fat, and tired, and I've wasted so much money on programs and nothing seems to work for me. Listen, I know exactly what it means to have a body that hurts, excess weight you can't seem to get rid of, and to be so fatigued that getting moving is really hard. It means that it's hard, maybe even really hard, to have thriving relationships, to live a joyful and fun life, and to connect with those you love on a deep level. It may even mean that you spend a lot of time beating yourself up. And if you want to feel fabulous in your mind and your body, which of course you do, and you want to make this year your best year with your health, and you do still have time to make this happen for yourself, you need someone who's been there lead the way. It doesn't have to be hard, but you do need to take the leap to get started. So what I want you to do is sign up for my free consultation to learn more about how we can help you take your health to the next level with functional and regenerative health practices. We have group coaching programs that bring the price point down. We have new member programs that help people get started with functional health that have never been there before. And we have one-to-one concierge health programs as well for people looking for that kind of support. So there's all different kinds of ways that we can support you to shift you out of your rut. Whether you're new to functional and regenerative health or you're just feeling a little stuck, I'll teach you the step-by-step processes that I use every day that shift me from feeling good to great. So reserve your spot now before you forget. Go to calendarly.com forward slash Dr. Brandy and register for the complimentary virtual consultation. I'll also have the link below in the show notes so you can go right down there and click on the link. But don't let another year go by that you don't uplevel your wellness so you can feel fabulous as you age. Hello, hello, ladies. Welcome to the Ultimate Biohack for Women. Dr. Brandy Victory here, your host. And I am so excited to share with you this wonderful, brilliant, extraordinary woman named Jackie Johnson. She's a holistic brand strategist who found founded Wilding Botanicals, Wilding Herbs and Wildling Dreams Consulting. Through her business, she has created proprietary body care and herbal supplements 
products from her homegrown clean ingredients that she farms herself. This woman is so amazing. Jackie's credentials also include a 15 year career in business, helping grow retail, hospitality and fitness companies before striking out on her own to create luxury wellness products she wasn't finding in the marketplace. She brings a much needed perspective to the beauty world by joining nature and business together and consciousness, I'll add in there, so that she can empower others to continue to grow in the wild beauty they already are inside and out. Jackie Johnson, welcome so much to the show. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's so good to have you here. I just wanna preface that uh, Jackie and I actually met through social media and we were just chatting up on social media and talking about the weather. And, uh, and we were both like, wait a minute. I was like, it's snowing where she's at? How is it snowing where she's at? It's snowing where I'm at. And it's not snowing anywhere else. So she must be pretty close. And uh, by the grace of God, uh, she lives like, I don't know, 20, 30 miles from me. So <laughs> we got to meet up. <laughs> so amazing, right? We got to meet up in person and have coffee and a little bite to eat and get to know each other. And, and just woman has some real magic to bring to the world. So I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, that was Hey, social media to in-person, can't beat that. I know. That's what you really want to happen, you know, like to make make friends. <laughs> so right, real ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I just gave you a little intro, but you've got so much to share. Yeah, you, you talked about the little jazz of, I'm all like the generic things about myself, but I am a mom of two. I've been through and it, just a, just a deeper journey. Like Wildling Botanicals was birthed out of my own health event when I had a head to toe rash, and you know seventy percent of my hair fell out. So I have that Wildling Botanicals and Wildling Herbs is just because I got it really in when I was making my own skincare. I start learning about herbs in a world I never even knew existed. Because when I was going through my health event, I worked at a pharmacy. So it's like, I'm like, oh, what are these? Oh, lavender, it's natural and it does all that. How did I not know that? So what I do is birthed out of my experience and my journey. So when people say you do a lot, I'm like, yeah, I've been through a lot. <laughs> so, you know, I, I see it that way. And Wildling Dreams is my consulting with that. 15 plus years of business of um, having from retail to me being an entrepreneur, helping franchise owners, and, you know, even being in cutthroat business. So when people see me now, I'm like, that's all of who I am with the businesses to touch people's lives in more of a holistic way to help businesses like mine or people in my sector to really strike out on their own and touch as many lives as possible. Um, I have a true passion about it may it be product or service that we all have to come together to touch people's lives because people are searching and needing what we're offering. So we have to be open to share. Yeah, well, you seem to be really good at sharing. I want to come into this piece around your hair loss. So, you know, yeah. my hair is a, a quite prized possession and I, I've cut it really short before and I've grown it out and I love it all ways, but I couldn't even imagine losing 80% of my hair. How can you, would you mind just telling us a little bit how that was for you? Well, what's funny is I actually had shaved my head and had my hair really short before. So you would think, oh, well, you've already been at that length. It's different, but there's a difference of choosing to cut your hair and the choice being made for you. <laughs> 
you know, when you rub your fingers through your hair and it just comes out um, or it just, it's more alarming and your hair is your crown and glory. And people say, oh, well, you're being superficial and bougie and your hair, I'm, I'm here to tell you when your hair falls out, it shakes you down to your fine foundational core. I, I really was like, who is this person I'm looking at? How did I get here? Um, and people say, oh, well, you shouldn't have felt that way. You have, you're beautiful inside and out, but it, it does shake you. It does shake you down because, you know, people, even my friends that went through chemotherapy, they're like, I'm like, I can relate. Like there's a, there's a difference. I remember going to my sister's bathroom, San Diego, she's in the military. I went to her bathroom and I got scissors because so much of it was coming out that I just was like, I might as well choose to cut it off. So I sat there and I cried and I came out with bald spots and then little peach fuzzy places. And I was like, but it's me. I'm not going to let it fall out. I'm wow. going to take it out. <laughs> I'm going to do it. So that was um, a part of my journey too, that I was like, okay, my hair is out. I'm starting over with the blank slate and I got to build from here. And it didn't, it didn't end up just being my skin and hair. It ended up being emotional as well. Cause you, like I said, yeah, you get right. shake down to your core. Yeah, no kidding. You know, and I, and I guess what I'm presuming is that was somewhat of the impetus of your herbal company. Yes. Yeah, so Wilding Botanicals was from the kitchen of me mixing up things to save myself <laughs> to what I give you guys now, new and improved of what, you know, formulations and all the kinks worked out, of course. But uh, my scalp scrub and my hair growth oil and just the body scrubs I use are birthed from my actual desperation of healing myself and for me to like who I looked at in the mirror. Hmm. So what exactly did that take for you? Because it's beyond, you know, we can look in the mirror and we can have perfect hair and we can have the perfect body, but we can still not like it. So what did it take for you to get to that place where you are liking what you see now? So it started off like with the superficial, you know, my skin's looking better. I don't have the rash and my hair is growing back and it's a better texture than ever, you know? And still I was looking at myself and I'm like, but how did my hair fall out? How did all my laps come out? And I looked medically fine. So that's when, you know, I already like started eating better. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, I've did yoga before, but I'm going to try to do some yoga and meditation. I start going to yoga works. And if people are in SoCal, they know who, what yoga works is. It's like yeah, a core yeah. power. Yeah. It's like a core power, but way more classes and better in my opinion. <laughs> but I went there and I just started, like when I was doing yoga, she would just say, think of these things. She was just like planting those seeds of like, how are you feeling in this moment? Not just your body, because it hurts because we've been holding this yoga pose for five minutes. You're like, how are you feeling? And then I start realizing, I'm like, I don't like that emotional piece. I don't want to think about how I'm feeling. I don't want to think about anything. I wanted to focus on that physical pain. I kept just forcing myself to that physical pain. And then as I got, I was like, okay, I'm avoiding. So emotionally, I must be damaged. Wow. And 
that word damage actually brought me to tears in that moment that I'm like, there's something wrong with me. Why would I rather fit, focus on my physical appearance or my physical pain of being in this yoga pose, but I don't want to think about how I feel about myself at this moment. Like that, it was, it was very alarming because at that point I'm starting a spiritual journey and I it didn't feel comfortable and it, it, it was hard, you know, at first to see like, huh, even when I look pretty and my hair is growing back and I, you know, I'm looking pretty fit. I've been doing yoga. Why won't I tap into that emotional piece? So that's kind of how that deeper part started for me as I avoided it for, I would say like three months when I was in the best shape of my life and started looking all good and my hair was growing back. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna explore that a little deeper. And then I wrote a list of the things I didn't like about myself. And that, li- that list was pretty long. <laughs> mm, that's interesting. So yeah, pretty long. It's like, I don't like when people say this to me, I don't like this kind of person. I just put, I don't like, I don't like. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of things I don't like. So what do I like? Mm. And then it's like, I like that my hair grew back. I like that my skin looks better. I like yoga class. So the list like this and a list like that, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, there's something wrong with me because <laughs> these should at least be somewhat comparable in list size, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting practice that I have to say, I haven't actually done that one. That's, that's a, that's a good one. I, I've done the, the, the positive, actually, uh, this, what have I, what have I, what do I feel has been successful in my life? How have I been successful in my life and what attributed to that? Like that, that's, those are, those are the kind of the complementary of what you're suggesting right there. I, I think that's really interesting to look at. I might, I might have to take that one and play with that. Yeah. You take know, it, I, use it, use it with clients. I mean, yeah. it was just, it was alarming when like the yellow pad and you like flip back the page and you're like, Oh my, Oh and then it, it was weird. I started what I didn't like about myself. And then I started listing what I didn't like about people around me. So then it got even deeper. <laughs> then yeah. I was like, huh, okay. And then, then now I can look back at that list mentally of what I remember. And I'm like, huh, what I didn't like about them is things I didn't like about myself. So was I surrounding wow. myself around people that had attributes? So I, you know, I, it was weird. It was very interconnected. Um, now that I, you know, and I, and it's so weird. I tell you stuff. I don't tell anybody else. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling you about this stuff. Now I'm telling the world, but um, that's where the journey started. And I'm still on the journey. But that, that list was really revealing of what I was holding back, what I didn't want, what I did want, was I living the job that I, you know, working the job I wanted, was I headed in that direction? And all those things were like, no, I, I don't know who this is. I think I was pretending so much to be so smiley and happy. And I had the best life, the corporate life, and I had everything everybody wanted. And then I realized that I'm like, I think I may have deceived myself and I had actually made an illusion of happiness that, so then that got a little deeper as well. Um, so, and I was married at the time and my, uh, Jacoby, he's still my good friend. We're still, you know, good friends. And he was there throughout the journey too, mm. like watching me go through it. Um, and we were newlyweds. So it was that 
weird feeling of, I'm newlywed, I'm cute and I'm young and I live by the beach. I should have everything I want. And yeah. I should look and everybody sees that I'm the best, but the list didn't lie. Mm. You know, the yeah. list didn't lie. I just want to say it's really brave of you to take a peek at your inner self in that way. Like it, I find people resist that quite a bit. And I will say when like people come into my practice because they want something to change and then we can start to elicit change on a physical level, whatever symptom it is. But in order for that change to hold, we have to change the consciousness around why it was created because everything has consciousness. And when we start diving into those pieces, not so much anymore because I'm really clear about who's a good fit and who's not, but it's common for people to go, oh, you know what? I think I've, I've done my work here. You know, they try to back out, right? So now I preface and, you know, before we start working together, I'm like, this is what's going to happen. Are you okay if we push through, right? Because I want to want them to realize what they're getting into. But I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, first of all, it takes a lot of courage for you to do that. And then what I know about you is you've used that to to elevate yourself to where you are today. And you have this beautiful message to share with the world. And I'm just curious if you have like something you could say to the people who are like, well, I don't want my fat belly. I don't want my stupid husband that doesn't do any work around the house. I don't want my job that makes me do this and that, right? How do you move from that external place or focus to finding out what it is you really don't want about yourself or don't or would like to change about yourself. Cause that's where it starts, right? Yeah. Self care does start with you, what you want. And, the, and that my friend talks about that. Sherry, she's like, self care starts with you. She said that so much. Uh, but I, I'm just going to say just bluntly, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's like, you are your common denominator in every relationship, every energetic exchange, everything you do, you are the common denominator. So if you do not work on you, you will have nothing. You will feel depleted, empty, and you will continuously beat yourself up. So when everybody is always doing something to you, someone's always taking from you and they're making you feel, no one can make you do anything not a damn thing. Like no one can make that from you. Take your power back. Don't let people demean you. Even when you're on your journey, don't let people pull you back into who you were. You fought like hell to get out of it. And you're fighting like hell to get through it. Don't let people take from you. Mm. Do not let it. Mm. Don't let I it. Love that. And if they I'm telling you, if they, if they bring it up, say that's who I used to be, or that's what I'm going through, but I'm not going back. So when you look at your belly and you feel that certain kind of way, this is what it is now, but I'm going on a journey that it will not be that way. Amen. When you look at your like, okay, I'm dealing with health issues and I'm autoimmune. That's where I am now, but I will not be that way. I am headed in this direction and I will pull from every tool, every friend, every encouragement. So I do not feel like I do today and write down what you're dealing with today and say, this is the last day I will feel that way mm. and move forward. And if somebody tries to pull you back, cut off that person, place, or thing, and you push through because you are worth it. And if you don't love yourself, 
nobody else around you will love or respect you either. And that's just the truth. And what I've learned over from 09 to 2021, no one will let me be pulled back into who I used to be. Because I fought too damn hard to get where I am now. Mm. And I don't care who it Thank is. Thank you so much, Jackie. Like Sorry, but I'm like, right. that's just the, the raw and the real. No. That's where I'm at spiritually, the raw yeah. and the real. We And as I taught, link up with people that are pushing forward, link up with those people. And if you feel like crappy about yourself, call a friend and say, this is what I'm feeling right now. And I need you. I need your faith to, like my friend just said, and Bible study. I need your faith to help me pull through where I'm at because I need some help and it's okay. And that was also one of my problems. I had it all together. I could fix myself, but I didn't have it all together. And when I started pulling a team together, one person, two people, three people, my circle is very small. When I get, when my faith is depleted, they can carry me through on the days that I don't have it for myself. Wow. I love that. I love that. And what I'm hearing, like, what sorry, the whole is, mouthful. <laughs> oh no, thank you, Jackie. It's it's really beautiful. I appreciate your share, and it's so powerful for people to hear your words because when you say that, what vision came to me was like, it was like there's this territory. It's kind of like America's new, right? We're like territory. I am gonna not be in this old territory. I'm gonna be in this new territory. And here's my stake in the ground that has this huge flag on it that says yes for me. And this is what I stand for. And and what you're what you are eliciting there is like stand up for yourself and and be real with yourself and accept where you've been and be okay with okay, this is my story and this is what I've experienced. And that doesn't mean that's who I am. And I have so much more to step into and to offer and to realize about myself and to grow into so that I can live a more purposeful life on this planet. And we all have the ability to do that. And it's funny because I'm not so a much. person really that I don't usually cuss and say damn and like what, but there, that's the fight in me. That is the fight of what I went through. Those words, when I drop, like if, my, if I drop a cuss word, it's because I have fought. I have fought. That is that fight in me. And you have to be willing to fight for yourself. And there's power in words that we say. There's power in intention. And there's power of staking our claim on things that we desire for ourselves. Yeah. Amen. There's power and, in that. Mm. Totally. Totally. And it's, it's, I believe it's vital that we have to stake a claim in what it is that we're choosing for our life. Otherwise there's no container for it to develop into, right? Like, well, Mm -hmm. I want to be a little thinner. Well, I want to have less joint pain, but what are you really doing about it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're, you tried the, the whole 30, maybe you tried keto, maybe you pop around from program to program to program and see, keep having the same story. That's like, well, it's nothing works for me. Right. And <laughs> if, that's your, if that's your story, there's something deeper that you're not looking at that you've not claimed for yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, and then it's funny because people are like, oh, well, have you had a weight journey or you don't have my journey? I ran track. I survived running track on Twizzlers and chocolate milk. Okay. Oh. And I was 
state, state, I went to state and I got college scholarship, eating trash, feeling like trash. What you put in your mouth is a direct, you know, correlation of how you feel about yourself. So I tell people I ate trash and I feel like trash. Well, now that I look back, well, duh, <laughs> direct correlation. If you feel amazing and you eat amazing things, you feel amazing. You take on those energetic properties. I eat live plants that full of life and color and vibrance. I feel life, color and vibrance. You know, people say, oh, your skin has is so lively. And I'm like, because I eat things that are alive. You know, yeah. it, it, it's that simple. It's that, it's literally that elementary. Because my kids, you know, elementary, I'm like, it's as simple as when my kid says, you know, when I eat that, I feel amazing. Or when I hear those fun things, I feel great. It really is that simple. So if you're surrounding yourself with shows with other people that are hating themselves or saying mean things or everything that's very dark and heavy, or you're watching ER or, or Grey's Anatomy or whatever it may be, and you're in those, I can relate, I can relate. It's like, do you really want to relate to that kind of sickness and pain? Like, I don't think you want to be always operating in that, that sector so even that what you see what you hear is what you believe it is programming it's programming. That's why they call it tv programs that's right yeah it's you amazing join it's a amazing. program which means it's going to change your thinking that's hopefully why you're joining all of these ketos and all that stuff you just said it's like but you're the only common common denominator you're going to a program and you don't leave changed it's on you. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I don't, I'm shrugging my shoulders. I'm like, uh, I don't, uh, you, you have to receive the programming yeah. of positivity. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. We have to choose that, right? Yeah. Like I, that reminds me of a conversation I had of, of a good friend who lives in California and she's 71 or two. Like she just had a birthday and I, I was like talking to her and, and she was so excited about how, how much she's changed. And she's telling me her story and, and it's really, really beautiful. Like what she's stepping into in her life for her. Like I've known her for 20 years and it's amazing what she's doing with herself. And a lot of it for her right now revolves around, um, it revolves around having awoken to some deeper understandings about what's happening universally in relation to COVID and vaccines and, um, you know, the trappings of government and, and these kinds of things, right? So, you know, she, and she would, she was just so excited about telling me how, you know, she's learning all this stuff and following these people that have these great stories about what's happening in our, our life, but we have to take control right. by not getting trapped and, and, and being sheeple and, and this kind of thing, right? And she's like, you want me to send you? And I, you know, I've heard this stuff and, and I know for me, like I have, it is, a daily practice to keep my mind, my consciousness, and my body in alignment with my purpose. And I'm very clear that my mm -hmm. purpose is anti-vax. I have my own opinions about stuff and I'm not going to get the vaccine, but my, it's not my purpose to fight that fight. It's not my purpose to fight the fight of the government. So you can't get purpose. distracted. You can't get you distracted can't. and you That's, can't consume. You can't consume yes. that. Oh, yes, girl. Yes. yes, exactly. She's like, you want me to send you some stuff? And I'm like, no, I love you. And I have to be very mindful about where I let my mind wander. 
Because, but my thing is, is what you see, you are digesting. And my thing is, if you're already fighting to stay in a certain level of spirituality or conscious or just trying to get through that day, you cannot be bombarded by things that aren't going to serve you. That's not going to serve you. That's actually counterproductive of what you were trying to achieve for the day. It's not that mean you don't love her or you don't like the information right. or you don't want to know it. That just means at this point in time, that yeah. does not serve me. So no, thank you, but I love you anyway. Yeah. And that a part of my journey, when I had my head to toe rash, head all, hair all looking all whacked out, my neighbor that was 75, Linda Earl, that lived across the way from me. So I went from being a corporate person always at work to sitting on my neighbor's couch with her two cats. And we were talking and she had one daughter that was adopted and one daughter that was, and she worked 35 years for the company or blah, blah, blah. And this is all during the H1N1 thing. So ah, this is, let me yeah. put this in a time capsule for you guys. Good. So that's enough on that one. So she got laid off during the H1N1 thing. She was a bookkeeper for 35 years for this one company. And when I'm going through my spiritual journey, she just kept telling me, do what you love, be who you are. Don't let people take that from you. Don't get as old as me and say, I should. I could, or I would have did that if I would have known, blah, blah, blah. And she was doing a lot of soul searching. So it was interesting because I have a lot of friends that are over 80 years old. <laughs> yeah, I have lots of them. And she's just like, that's a part of the journey. She's like, she's like I want to tell you, don't do this. Like she talked about how she gave her daughter up for adoption because she felt that she would have not had things. And now she's like, I would, she's like, I'm still friends with my daughter. And you know, that I got adopted. I actually got to rekindle that relationship. But she wow. says, if I would have, should have, like she was talking about deep things. And then she talked about the health issues she has now and how some of it is because the job she should have let go and how emotionally she felt being a bookkeeper for 35 years to get fired so they could hire their daughter to do the same job and how she just was like talking to me. And I was just like, at that point, I'm like, okay, go for my passion, work on myself. Like, so it helped me in a sense, but it, like I've, that part of my journey, I should message her, email her and thank her for that. <laughs> Top of mind, yeah. I'll, I'll email her. But certain conversations I was having people, they're like, well, your hair is out. Oh my God. How do you feel? Like, I, I couldn't do those conversations. Like I could, I was Thanks just like, how do you think I feel? I'm bald headed lady. I got makeup on <laughs> to cover up my rash. Like, what do you like? But now I can have those conversations back then. I was like, I'm working through this. Don't bring it up. And now yeah. I'm in a different level of consciousness. And I'm like, oh, I can talk about it. Now you can buy my products. They're not just in the kitchen for me, for me and my family that I've sold it to. Um, but like you said, it's just, that's the journey. Like you love your friend. Yeah. She was sharing with you. Oh, yeah. you know, sheeple. That's kind of a funny one. I've never heard the sheeple one before. Um, but, <laughs> but my thing is, it's like <laughs> it's true. everyone, you know, I think even COVID people got COVID of the body. And then I think I saw people get COVID of the mind. Their minds were sick. They got very angry at people and very evil. And then I never realized, I was like, wow, some of those people, I don't think I need to be around that right now, or I need to pray for them because they're going through something. 
Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I've left those relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're all going through something. Yeah, totally. Everybody, every single person. It's interesting you say that because I had COVID and I actually was a long hauler, which was Mm -hmm. an interesting process, but I had a lot of time to sit with myself. (laughs) And what I realized is that I had a virus in my seventh chakra, which is the chakra in the top of the head. And then I began to realize that I had that is what opened the door for my physical body to get so sick. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. mind controls a lot. Your crown, your, your head does control a lot. It can yeah. open you up to things or it can close you off to things. What you allow yeah. in your mind, um, fear, even, even like people are very scientific. I'm like, fear lowers the IQ. It actually, there's scientific studies that fear oh, that. lowers the IQ. Of course, and then yeah. it uh, lowers your immune system. Yep. And that's what happened to me is I was at that point in my life, I've been with my boyfriend for almost 13 years. And at that point in my life, I was going through the most tremendous stress he's ever seen me go through for a long period of time. My grandmother had just died. I was going to Texas, visit my, like, it's just all these things. And it just, I was a complete wreck. And, you know, sometimes like I have a pretty strong spiritual practice, but I will say that there's times in my life, especially if I get overloaded like that, at least in the past, I hope it doesn't continue like this, but sometimes I'll like get so overloaded that I drop my practice to a large degree, or I'll do it a little bit here and there. And it's not really enough. Right. And so, so now um, COVID has gifted me with the, uh, with the understanding of myself in that way and the fortitude to even deepen my practice even more, which has brought me to a whole nother level in my life, which I'm really grateful for, but I've done a whole podcast on that. And I'm sure there's, the story is still unraveling, but I, I just find it very interesting. You say COVID of the mind, because it's a real, real thing. Oh yeah. I kind of got that term in the beginning of COVID um, because uh, one of my dear friends got COVID and I knew she had COVID and she didn't say she had COVID, but I knew she was sick and I was pretty sure she had COVID. And I, um, and that's just like that thing you're talking about other people's faith carrying you through when you don't have it for yourself, um, Mm. which is, that just came full circle to me in that statement. (laughs) But she would, I would call her and she couldn't breathe. And I knew I was on mute because I knew that she was struggling to breathe. She has autoimmune. She's an asthmatic. Um, and I didn't know what extent she was at, but after she came through COVID told me that she had COVID told me that Medicaid didn't want to pay for her medications, told me all of these things. She says, every time you called me is when I was fearful and I thought I was going to die and I would be laying on the floor or I would be in a state of turmoil because I couldn't breathe. And she says, you would always call. And she said, you would always talk to me like everything was okay. And she said, you would just be talking and talking and the kids would be talking in the back and you would just be talking. And she said, <laughs> and she's thinking, you're a talker, but she's like, you were like really just talking to yourself. I wasn't even hardly responding. She said, but that's what carried me through. And it was, it was weird because uh-huh. sometimes I was like, she's kind of coughing and she would mute, but I'm like, whatever, I'll just talk to myself. And I was saying all kinds of dumb stuff or things that weren't irrelevant. Irre- I'm just being honest, I'm talking out my butt. At that point, but she told me, she says, I, every time I was fearful, you would call me. 
you would text me. And she says, wow. and that's, she said, every time that I'm like, this is it, I'm going to have the coughing fit that ends it all. And she says, you would call me. And she said that it wasn't the sickness. She's like, I've been sick before. I've had thyroid problems. I've had surgeries. She says, but the fear is what took my life was going to mm -hmm. take my life. She's in every time I felt that way. And I had no idea she was laying on the floor. I probably would have went to her if I would have known. She mm -hmm. says, but she's like, you saved my life. Wow. You're really lucky you got to hear that because I believe that we yeah. all have that kind of impact on people every single day. And we rarely get to hear it, right? So I think- Yeah, she came through. I love her. She's my friend. I'm not going to out her and say her name, but she'll know. She'll listen to this. She'll know it's from her. But for someone to say that you saved their life. That's amazing. She was like, she's like, I was there. She's like, I was, I was dying. She's like, and you say your kids saying you guys calling me and texting me and sending me stupid stuff. She's like, I would watch it. I would watch the videos. I would hear your voice. And she's just like, fear almost took me out it wasn't COVID it's like the fear almost took me out and wow. she's just like and I thank you for that mm. and I was like and that's when I realized we have life and death in our tongues we have life and death on how we treat people we really don't know what people are going through so we have to speak life and bring life to people's situations because so same thing with my products my products I think about them I'm like even if they see my packaging, I want it to make them laugh. I want them to be able to relate. Even if they never buy my products, if they smell my products, I want them to be like, I want it to bring some type of life in their life. You know, if they scroll past me on IG and not know who I am, I'm laughing. I want that to bring joy into their life. And that's stuff I say every day. If I don't make one cent, it's about, even if they scroll on, there's like, who's this weird chick talking about love yourself or who's this weird chick with these facial serums? I want it to impact their life, even in a small way, even if they don't know it. And that's what I pray every day and what I do with my products, mm -hmm. services, coaching or consulting, whatever sectors. I want people to see me and see that life is there and it bring life into their life. Mm. That's why I love you. This is why I like oh, someone who gets it. Someone who's woke up. Hello. Thank you, Jesus. Right. But it's not, it's yes. not just about right. us. You know, it's not about us. Like, right. I used to right. be like, oh, if I do At this, all. I'm going to make some money. But it's like when people are like, no, I almost lost my business for 25 years and I still have it because I did that 15 minute discovery call or hey, my hair was falling out and I did your scalp scrub. So at least to get that gunk off my hair so I could actually breathe new life into my hair. Thank you for that. Or people are like, oh, why well, had eczema and I used your whipped shea butter. And now I don't go to the dermatologist every week. So thank you for that. For that $40 that I invested, saved me $400 a month in dermatologist visits. Thank you for that. That makes it all worth it. That is, yeah. it's not that I'm not a millionaire and I'm not a billionaire. And if I never become one, none of that matters because what yeah. that impact on that one person's life changed their life. And hopefully they'll be able to make an impact in someone else's life.
That's what the, that's what all these podcasts, all this social media, all these products and services, that's what it's about is touching people's lives, not touching our pockets and our wallets. I don't know. That's just, it's that simple. Touch lives. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I love that you speak to the consciousness that you put into your product so that it spreads and happiness and joy and consciousness to other people who use them, regardless if they know it or not. Right. And I know this is like really real. This is why, uh, this is why we pray before we eat, right. We, we pray that our food is nourishing and you can be like, I'm a, I'm a pretty big stickler for organic food, but I went to a party on Saturday and I know that there was non-organic food there. And then my mind first, it wanted to latch on to, it was like, Oh, don't eat those zucchinis. And then I was like, wait a minute, pull back say a little prayer, be grateful for the food that's in front of you. Ask that it's nourishing your body and your mind and your spirit on every level. You have this beautiful array of of food in front of you and these incredible people and friends that are around you. Can you just imbibe in that for just a minute and allow it to be what it is? And and even in that process, it, it shifted my consciousness, right? And so I know when I ate that food, it didn't have the detriment that my original thought around, oh, it's not organic, right? Would would have created it. I could, I could take two paths, right? And we get oh, to yeah. choose. You chose to see the life in it, not the death that this death and this other thing putting you in this cycle of, oh, well, if I eat that, I'm gonna be sick and have food poisoning. And oh my gosh, I got to detox for two weeks. That's where I would. And when I got on my journey, I was like, oh my gosh, if I eat unorganic food, I am going to die. Like literally I was like (laughs) Like, death, death door knocking. Like the reality of it is, is, you know, I'm probably taking other toxicities in my air or water that, you know, where I drank too much juice. I probably drank too much smoothie and didn't drink enough water. So it's like, we can't put ourselves in this death doom spiral. You're like, I could go that route. Or I could say, this is nice. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. It's like, I could say, this is nice that I'm actually around people that love me and they gave me food and nourishment and I'm actually enjoying their company. And this is really good. And wow, I haven't been out since like COVID a year and a half. And this is pretty nice. Like focusing on that probably brought even life into your spirit. You're like, this is so cool that I'm getting out. And I didn't have to cook my own food and pay for it. Yeah. (laughs) It was was amazing. It was the whole experience was amazing. And I, I brew kombucha. Like I do the, I do, I cook a lot of things and make a lot of things and and I brew kombucha and I do what you do. I'm like, I love my kombucha. Like every day I put my hands on it and give it good energy and ask for it to like be happy. And that the harvest is, you know, imbibes people with happiness and joy. And, and it's so funny that, that we have that in common. What I really think is so cool is that you grow your own herbs to make your own products. Like, tell me more about that. It's cheaper. (laughs) There's nothing more to it than that. I don't mean to be cuckoo, but it really is. Like I got to the point that I'm like, you know, if I'm going to make this sustainable long-term, I don't have to grow everything, but I like life. So I used to be able to kill a cactus. So I was like, I can do the tower garden. I can do this. Now I'm like, oh, well, I can try to mix it up. I can do something different. This will be fun to try. You know, it, it just evolved into 2014. So my journey started in 09, uh, actually September of 09. I can t- tell you this, the month, September of 09. 
And then April, 2014, I was like, I'm going to test it out. And then I actually ended up becoming a natural at it. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. So I went from aquaponics to hydroponics to, I like evolved into, I can grow things and things that you shouldn't be able to grow in. But I like that. The pH, pH of the soil, what plant looks sick, which one looks healthy, are these flowers bigger than the other ones? Um, what is its nutrients? Why is my, people always say, how is your kale bigger than your face? Like, how do you get kale that big? Like my, I do kale, it looks like almost like little bushes. And we were like, what is that? I'm like, it's kale. They're like, but it's so huge. How did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just loved it, I guess. Love. Some compost, you know? <laughs> But even my son looks at it, he's eight. And he's like, oh, those flowers aren't big as the other ones. Why is that? Or why, why are whatever, what it, good bacteria? He'll be like, there's more worms over here than over here. Why is that? I think I got more fascinated with just how life works. And when I work with it, I feel more alive. I, I can be in the yard for seven or eight hours carrying soil and shoveling. And I'm like, oh man, eight hours has passed. Oops, I'm glad I was grazing while I was gardening or farming. Like to me, it's it's just, it brings life into me and it energizes me. And I don't feel depleted from the sun. So it's one of those things like it brings me life, it helps my products, but it wasn't my I was like, oh, I'm just gonna grow my own. It was a journey. Yeah, <laughs> it was a journey awesome. for sure. Well, then we have a lot more things in common. So I have red wigglers. So for those of you listening, that's a, that's a worm. It's a worm composting bin. Sounds like mm -hmm. that's what you have. Vermiculture. Vermiculture. <laughs> yes, vermiculture. I have my head shaved. You have your head shaved. We both worked in pharmacies. I was a pharmacy tech in the 90s. Mm. What were you doing? Were you a tech? No, I was a store manager that you Ooh. have to get, you know, your pharmacy technician license. You have to help in the pharmacy. Very, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so with that, because I know that plays very well. How did you go from being integrated into that mindset? And I, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I know I can talk to you for hours and hours, and I'm gonna kind of wrap it up with this. But um, how did you go from being integrated into that mindset? Because that's most of the world, into a more holistic mindset that you're in now. Like, well, what made that shift for you? Oh, so I got in that mode because I went from track and then I was like, I'm going to, you know, not do track anymore. It's hurting my body, but I'm going to make some money. <laughs> I'm going to make some money. I'm going to be a powerhouse manager and I'm going to go and be the best, you know, business lady I can be. So I changed from exercise science and kinesiology to I'm going to be a manager <laughs> and I'm going to manage, which is with my mindset, I'm going to manage and control every factor of everything. So I became a manager, a cutthroat good one. I will say, I'm like, I could train. I rose through the ranks. I obliviated every issue of my past. And I, you know, I was like, I can do it. I can, I can fix everything. Also, like I said, my, my complex of mindset. So I became a good, you know, corporate looking manager with hazel contacts and straight hair and high heels and yeah. button ups and button downs. And yeah. I lived my best life. <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm giving you guys a visual. So yeah. I applied how I felt about myself and I found the best cutthroat career to make that money, to make it happen. 
I'm just being honest. You know? yeah, right. and, and I was good at it. And I do, hey, I, I do, you know, thank God for that experience because I know how to, you know, I know how to manage some stuff and help make people make some money. So, (laughs) so I, but in that sector, you know, when you work with in the pharmacy, you are around sick people. People are filling mass amounts of prescriptions. People are coming out of the hospital. They're helping family members. So that compassion part of me that was trying to come out you start getting to know customers, you love them, you understand their things, you know who's filling their prescriptions, you know what's going on, you know everything about their health journey. At that time, I didn't see it that way, but then they start dying and then you don't see them. And that was the erupting part. Hey, so-and-so hasn't filled up their prescriptions. Hey, you know, I may just go by her house and check on her. Well, she passed away. Or the people would come in and tell me, hey, you know, my mom really loved you. She actually talked about you a lot. My mom had actually passed away. Here's her obituary. Would you like to come to her service? All of that's happening for cancer survivors. You see people on mass amounts of medication. And then I became one of those people with your hair falling out. And it really kind of was like, okay, <laughs> now I am kind of like, I've had health events and I got over it but I'm becoming the patients and customers that I see. Um, so that, that's, that's a story in itself, but that is how I got in there. I was going to be, I was going to be heard. I was going to be in control and I was going to be a boss and the compassion side would come out because I would have to deal with HR issues with people stealing or whatever. And police are there and you know they want to come in like arrest you when you're still in a pharmacy and then they would send me back there and I'm like you're going to get arrested you've been stealing and I would hug the person so the compassion was still there but I was in a very cutthroat place because that's how I felt about myself I wanted to I didn't want to be critical about myself so I became a manager to be critical of everybody else Interesting. I laugh. Yeah, and then kind of a weird, like another thing. Don't share that with people. But I'm going to be honest with you. I I I I picked the job that I could nitpick others and not nitpick myself. Yeah. No. 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 And I get it. And thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) So much. Hopefully, this helps someone. (laughs) I think it's really important to acknowledge our story and where we've been, and, and be real about it, and accepting of where we've come from. Because you know what I know about you, and what really just draws me to you is that your, uh, your, your awakeness, like the, the transformation, I don't, I didn't know you before, but it's very clear that you are very conscious and aware the way you parent, which we should have another conversation about another time. I mean, all these things, I'm like, wow, this woman is just like on fire and it's beautiful. And so, you know, having your story, everybody has a story and your ability to speak, truth about that it just gives even more power to your evolution well and then people say you know I don't have time to judge people I can just speak from my experience of myself <laughs> like like I I mean people are like oh you I and I used to be a hardcore judger like I just told you um I'm still working on judging even in the last year and a half I did more but I rather just out myself and my experience because I I've been freed from it so people mm. don't have to go through it. So, so I, when that's I say my it, question, how did you get free? 
by outing myself and acknowledging where I was at and that I'm not going back there, but with acknowledging where it's at, I actually publicly tell people where I was at. I fully acknowledge it and say, this is it is what it is. And I think that I used to be like, well, I'll just tell myself, but I, I had to ask people to forgive me. And I may have told you this too. Like there was things people that I really hurt. And I asked, you know, God for forgiveness, but I had to ask that person for forgiveness. Some people forgave me and some people did not forgive me, but the people that did forgive me. And I mean, I really did them wrong. Not no superficial, like some real things to them. Like it actually impacted their life and where their life is now, but they forgave me. And when, so, you know, it's, I out myself. I'm just like, no, that's, I did that. And then people, do you feel guilty? No, I've been freed from it because I acknowledge where I was at. I acknowledge I'm no longer going to be that person. And I made steps to go there, but you have to acknowledge where you're at. And I think that's yeah. why a lot of people don't grow to the, who they want to be because they don't want to acknowledge what they've been through and they don't want to acknowledge where they were at. You have to have okay. a starting point. You have yeah. to start the recipe. Like right now I have an empty bowl. Okay, I got to start putting ingredients in. You don't just end up at the cake and say it's done. <laughs> like you have to acknowledge yeah, the two steps. Very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, you know, I, I really appreciate you and what you're bringing to the world. And, um, you know, I'm I just curious before we wrap things up, obviously I want people to have ability to get in touch with you, but is there anything else you would like to leave our listeners with before we go? It's just, everything's connected. So, mm-hmm. and if you're avoiding something in your life, that's probably what you should be going to, to correct in your life. Um, and, and it may not be nasty and you may lose some friends along the way, but the people that stay with you and stick with you are meant for you. Um, and they'll always bring life into you, life mm. into your life. And that's our goal, life to life, right? <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, Jackie. You're so amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing everything with us today. And would you just let our listeners know how we can get in touch with you? Also, ladies, just so just as a little reminder, um, you can buy her products and you can start putting really natural, homegrown, loved products on your skin. So I'm looking forward to getting some of my own really soon, um, but we'll definitely put links to that in the show notes as well. Where can we find you, Jackie? I'm everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so, I got to so, learn how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere, you guys, because I'm trying to touch everybody's life. <laughs> yeah. So Wildling Botanicals, Wildling Herbs, Wildling Dreams, they're all at dot com or I on IG or on LinkedIn. If you reach out to me on any platform, me or my assistant will get it to me. If you address it to me, she'll get it directly to me. So you won't get some bot. It'll be an actual person. (laughs) And so I'm on all platforms and I even have my emails, Jackie at wildlingbotanicals.com and then info at wildlingdreams.com that you guys can reach out to me. And please, don't hesitate, reach out. Even if you're on a journey and you're like, I just want to hear more about your journey. I do post stuff online and I will be more raw and real in my journey in 2021. Um, So I'm everywhere. Reach out, love to chat. Awesome. And we'll make sure we put all that contact information in the show notes. And I I think you also have an ebook out there, don't you? 
Yes. So my business people, they're like, how do you take that holistic approach? Um, on my, my LinkedIn bio, if you're on any of my platforms, I have a free ebook. How is your business going? It doesn't just go from the finance and employees, but it also talks about what you're putting into your employees and are your employees doing well? Because what energies you're putting into it? Are yours, is your doing business doing well or not? Because of your mindset. I try to tie in some different pieces um, in that ebook. And you could always do a 15 minute discovery call with me. And this just, you know, three tips and tricks to take your business practice to the next level. But I've been having people book it just to hear more about my story. So like I said, I'm open and receptive because we're here to touch lives. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jackie. I look forward to our continued connections and conversations. Ladies, give this woman a shout out on Instagram and all over the place where she is. She has a very strong presence there on Instagram that I know of. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll look forward to having more conversations in the future and much love to all of you. May your day and your lives be even more vibrant as a result of this conversation. Mwah. Oh, isn't she amazing? I hope you absolutely loved that interview. Jackie, you rock it, girl. I'm so happy to know you. So grateful for the light you bring to my life, mama. Mwah. And for those of you who are ready to get turned on like Jackie's turned on, to get turned on so that you feel fabulous in your body and you have the strength to say yes and no and please and ask for what you need and to move past your stuck rut of feeling fatigued, of feeling in pain, of feeling not on purpose, then you need to go to the link below and register for a complimentary consultation. Let's get you in. Let's figure out how to up-level your health, improve your vibrancy, and regenerate your body so that you can feel fabulous as you age. Calendly.com forward slash Dr. Brandy and go to complimentary virtual consultation and we will get you in so you can learn more about the different options we have for everyone who is interested in functional and regenerative health. We hope to see you there. Mwah. Thank you for listening to the ultimate biohack for women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor. And the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.